Welcome to this new episode of Carolyn Talks. I am your host, Carolyn Hines, and this is the podcast where I, your host, Carolyn Hines, speak to film creators about their work, the industry, and what inspires them. And today, I am joined by director Toshido Saiga to speak about his new action drama, Red Shoes, which premiered at the 2022 Fantasia Film Festival. This was a great film, and it's about boxing, but it's also about motherhood, parenting, the challenges that women face raising children alone, poverty as well as hope and finding inspiration in your children this and i'm so happy to be able to talk to director saiga about this film and it's going to be a short interview because we only had a short time to speak during fantasia festival but i appreciate him for speaking to me as well as for his translator for providing his services and so i hope you enjoy this discussion thank you thank you mrs saiga for talking with me today about your film red shoes which premiered at the 2022 fantasia film festival um i really enjoyed this film my first question is this is your first time directing action film and it's about boxing what were the main challenges that you faced while filming this as well as what was the um something that you discovered as a director that you didn't really know about yourself before えっと、well, first, uh, when you film a, a movie with sports, you can't just uh, leave everybody to do as they please. Everything, every movement has to be decided in advance, and we have to plan every shot, every about three minutes shot, with uh, uh, where the cameras are and where we'll, where we'll be looking, and uh, so that that's a uh, quite a challenge. So, to and also, this is an ordinary movie. We uh, needed somebody who would be able to commit to uh, learning boxing, and uh, that was also uh, another major uh, challenge. で、ちょっとやってたんですよね。ところがやっぱりボクシングとキックボクシングって似てるようで全く違うもんで、それをまあより訂正するとか始めてる。まずバスレル。バスレてからボクシングね。習い始めるみたいな。朝日奈さん。
which is kind of similar to boxing, but it's not the same exactly. So she kind of has to forget about it and relearn it from the beginning. And she also kind of had to build it into her body, gain some muscles in the abs, around the arms, and she had to uh, uh, be able to uh, show some speed and uh, some uh, skills in the punches so that she looked really like more, more like a pro. And the, like I explained yesterday too, uh, Asahi, uh, Asahina-san actually had a few moments during filming since it was a very hard, uh, it, it was very hard to record. She had a few times where she actually started hyperventilating. So really had to uh, watch out for her and be careful as we continue with the filming. え、and we also needed to find for the, uh, the character's final rival, at the, uh, somebody who would be a pro boxer. And we thought about actually hiring a pro boxer, but we found that perhaps it, they would be a little too strong uh, physically. So uh, for that reason, we had to, it was difficult for us to try to find somebody who would uh, be able to train and look like somebody, like a really, really tough boxer for her. Okay, and then and with all of the challenges that you had as a director and then with your casting, something that I, that really struck me with this film is that Minami, she is, her, her life almost from the beginning straight to the end of the film is kind of like a boxing match. It's kind of like a fight because she, she keeps getting knocked down and she still has to keep getting back up. So how did you go about balancing the tone of the film so that it wasn't like super depressing and there's still like glimmers of hope because like she struggles from the very beginning of this film to the end from a child to an adult. あの、ま、ボクシングの、あ、ボクシングのようなあ、なるほど。鋭い。
Well, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> あのまずボクシングがベースなんですけども、えー、この映画って日本柱があってそのハートとの、えー、ストーリーとそれでボクシングとしてボクサーとしてこう成長していくこの2つがあって、えー、それをやっぱりあの、えー、ボクシング全部だけで見せたこと、えー、そこの見え方がないからその何て言うんですかねあのハートこの方が。ちょっと弱くなってしまうので、えー、そこはなんとかその最後のラストランドはボクシングと、えー、いわゆるハートこの、えー、ラブストーリーを、えー、うまくミックスするように何回も台本を直して作りました。で日本橋日本橋っていうのは、えー、1個じゃなくて2つ。中中上。ああ、中上。あ、はいはい。いや、I really tried to、uh... To,、uh, to make it, while, while it's a, it is a movie about boxing,、uh, with, a, with boxing as its base,、uh, I really wanted to make it into a two way story between、uh, the, the story of the heart and the story of the boxing in her life, which is,、uh, which is how I, how should I say? If it, if it had been only about boxing,、mm-hmm. uh, it would have been difficult to tell the story of her, of her heart, of her love, and,、uh, and likewise.、Uh, Uh, the opposite. So、uh, that's, the, that's the balance I, I,、uh, I reached out for.、Hmm. Um, no, I understand what you're saying because、um, there's, the film doesn't have many set locations, but one of the main ones is、um, Minami and Emmy's home. And I noticed in her home, like the decorations are very, are kind of separated into two things. There's Emmy's stuff, like her crayons and her drawings. And then there's the workout、um, stuff for boxing. So there's like the bench and the weights and the posts of her dad. And I found that interesting where、uh, that Minami is, that's, that's who she is as a person, that's her identity, a parent to Emmy and a boxer and a daughter to a former boxer. So, talk, could you talk about, so how did you go about working with like the set directors just to create that?、Um, Uh, visual identity for Minami, the boxer and the mother. The film was a location that was not a location, but it was a place where Minami was a part of the film. The apart from the film, it was a place where Minami was a part of the film. It was a place where Minami was a part of the そのセットをあのどんなあのどんもどんな思い方で作ったんですか。ああなるほど。えっ、ー、とマラメの住んでるアパートに関しては、えー、もうあの余分なことはないシンプルシンプルシンプルな、えー、部屋にしたくて、だからその自分を自分を鍛えるための、えー、ものと、えー、まあの。子供のエミの、えー、愛するエミのものと、この2つ以外は何もないというシンプルに設計をしました。Well, my, my aim was really to make it into a room where、uh, there was no excess. Not, it was a very simple apartment in which we could only see the. the、uh, a, there was nothing, there was absolutely nothing but. The training stuff and the kids' stuff、uh, living side by side and together in the apartment. And then, well, I'm a little bit of a boxer, and 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 I'm a little b
、余分なものがいらない、えー、という、もうギリギリ、えー、必要なものだけしかないという設定にしましたし、あと、冷蔵庫の中には、えー、水しか入ってないみたいな設定でやりました。I also wanted to show、uh, how what the, the poor lifestyle that she, was,、uh, that, that she was living. There was、uh, absolutely nothing unnecessary,、uh, especially compared to the, the, mother, the stepmother's house. And、uh, I, wanted, uh, I, would, I really wanted it to look like a losing boxer's house in which、uh, the refrigerator is filled with nothing but water. And you mentioned the,、um, the mother in law. Let me make me talk about the mother in law. So that's another main theme. For this film, and it's the relationship between parents and their children. So,、um, I want you, could you tell me why、um, her mother in law never even thought to help Minami raise Emmy? Instead, she wanted to take her away from Minami. And I was just thinking,、um, why don't you just help her? Like, you have the resources, help her. So, could you explain that to me? Because I was so, I know it's a grief, but I was so like, help Minami. <laughs> 母親と子供の愛についてもそ,そのアスペクトもあるんですね。はい、で、映画見て思ったのは、あのお,そのお母さん、あのあのあの死んだ旦那のお母さんが、なぜあの、ま、なみを助けようとせずに、ちまあのむしろ子供をあのまを、あ、自分のためだけに取ろうとするんですか。なんでまなみをもっと直接にもっと助けようとしないんですか。なるほどねえー、とまずその、えー、お母さんの設定、えー、リリオ・ハーの設定を、まあ、こちらとしてはその、えー、自分もシングルマザーで頑張ってきたという、えー、そのプライドがあってで、えー、その自分の可愛い息子をやっぱりそのボクサーと結婚するさせるつもりあのさせたくなかったのにしてしまったということもあってやっぱりその人間として、えーと完全に、えー、と助けるよっていうところに行かなかった、まあ、ちょっと、えー、孤独感、孤独な、えー、お母さん、えー、ここっていうんですかね、まあ、孤独なお母さんで、えー、その今、学びも、えー、笑みを捉えると孤独になる、えー、お母さんも笑みを捉えると孤独になるっていう、その、なんていうかな、そのえー、といわゆる愛ってなんだろうっていうところを、えー、ちょっと見せたかったんでその、えー、こういうふうな仕組みにちょっとさせてもらいましたで、えー、と彼女的にはその、えー、助けようっていう気持ちはないわけじゃないんだけどただ、えー、と学びも言うことを聞かない、えー、自分の自由にやってるキャラクターなので、えー、そこでその、えー、彼女的にはその頭で納得してない,い部分があって、えー、試合を見て初めて心で納得したみたいな。So, the,、uh, you see, the mother, I, I put the emphasis on the fact that the mother was also,、uh, also raised her own son as a single mom. So, she has her own pride. And it's not really that she never tries to help Manami in that way. There's also the fact that we show that Manami doesn't listen. She's、mm-hmm. somebody who does、uh, what she wants, the way she wants it. And、uh, we also see that she,、uh, they, they, can't, they can't really agree on each other. And there's the fact that the mom is somebody who, well, as a single mom herself, she experienced、uh, a lot of loneliness. And that's also、uh, something that we see in Manami and in Emi. When Emi gets taken away, she's lonely. 
when Manami has her, her daughter taken away, she's lonely. And uh, the mother had only one son for herself, which he, and he passed away. And she could not accept that he wanted to get married to a boxer. She, uh, she was against it, and yet he did. So that, that's, that's also the whole, uh, the, whole, uh, the, the, the whole thing that I wanted to show. Well, you, as you know, human beings are complex, really, and I wanted to show them in uh, the most, uh, the, the, uh, in the deepest way possible. Mm. They're very complex, and Minami is very stubborn, and it helps, and it works for her as a boxer, but as I, I think as a mother, as you said, like she doesn't listen to other people. So that did create a lot of obstacles for her in her life. So um, working with Aya um, and, the, and developing the character, was there anything that she shared about her, how she saw Minami as a mother versus a boxer? まあ、まあ、言ってるかもしれませんけど、母親としては、えっとですね。え、と、彼女は彼女の子なんですかね。自分の学びごと、え、こ、え、私の方の学びごとは、ちょっとずつ、え、離れたりしたこともあります。で、結局は、えっと、私が作りたかったのは、え、武器をで、子供を本当に愛してる。え、というま、学びとかを作りたくて。他のものは、え、なんか、その、器用にできない。ところが、ま、え、実際の、ま、あの、朝井さんは日常生活で結構、え、モデルとか、え、モデル、女優とか、
普通の人間っぽく彼女がちょっと、えー、自分の等身大とかにする実際の学びあの朝比奈イコール学びの方に自分の方に近いキャラクターを考えていたんだけど私はどっちかというとこの映画のストーリーとすごく不器用で子供だけボクシングで子供だけはすごく愛してるみたいなそういう縮図を作りたかったのでちょっとそこにああの溝というか皮があってそれをちょっと埋める作業はかかりました。And、uh, so the way that、uh, Aya saw it was more,、uh, a, a, a bit more of a reflection of herself, while what I was planning for Manami was more of a character of a boxer that, was,、uh, that is、um, a bit cowardly and,、uh, and yet、uh, very loving of her, of her daughter.、Uh, and all the things that we have in common, we had to build on them、uh, until we, we, we reach a quite,、uh, until we saw Manami in a, a similar way. So,、um, so, for my last question, the way how the film ends is interesting because it's, I, I saw it as more as Minami getting validation、uh, of being both a mother and a boxer from Emmy. And that's the most important thing for her. She was struggling to fit this idea and to pay homage to her father. But at the end, she realized that the only person she really has to. Respect is Emmy, that's the only validation she needs. So, at the end, does she continue boxing or does she realize that she doesn't have to prove anything more? Does she go and do something else? がえー、とあのやっぱり勝つんじゃなくて他人に認めてもらうことが一番やっぱりそう大事だと気づいたんですね、うん、それが私はほとんど面白いと思いました、うんうん、ちょっと待ってくださいローリング大丈夫ですあの関、えー、確かにあの最終的にはあの、えー、とお互いうん、認めるっていうことが、えー、大切だっていうのは最終的にその、えー、義理のお母さんと学びの、えー、それから、えー、エミも含めて、えー、とでエミもいい環境じゃなくて、えー、お母さんと貧しくてもやっぱり一緒にいたい、えー、いうことを受け入れるお互いにいろんなことをその受け入れることがやっぱり人間関係でやっぱり必要かなっていうのは、えー、この作品でも。I, I showed that、uh, it's important for human beings to, to validate each other, really, to support each other. But、uh, there was also、uh, the point of view of the,、uh, the stepmother who、uh, needed to acknowledge and accept the fact that even though she is poor,、uh, she is,、uh, Manami is Emi's mother, and, that's, and Emi wants her mother and nobody else. And so. I, uh, she, uh, so, so, yes, she needed to accept that、uh, even though she was poor, she, she is、uh, the one that's the mother.
and that's uh, that's uh, a thing that I uh, I think uh, I tried my best to show in in my movie. And uh, Manami also had to struggle with uh, getting out of uh, the place that she was the, in of sort of her comfort zone. In order to be accepted by people around her, she had to step one uh, a little bit at a time out of the way she was thinking, out of her own behavior. And, uh, uh, and it's uh, when Amy was taken from her that she really had to focus on herself and, uh, and do just that. And uh, Amy was being just Amy, and she wanted to live with nobody else but her mom. And uh, that's what it took for the stepmother to acknowledge Manami as the mom. As the mom. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. So everyone, that was another episode of Caroline Talks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And again, thank you so much for Director Saiga for speaking to me and again to his translator for working with us today. I, it was a great discussion. I appreciate the time taken to speak to me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can find other episodes of Caroline Talks on the babaydopodcast.com as well as on Acast, Google Podcasts, and other platform and other Google, sorry, and other podcast streaming platforms. You can find video formats of Carolyn Talks on my YouTube channel. And that's under my name, Carolyn Hines, H-I-N-D-S, where I speak to other film creatives from different festivals, including TIFF, the Tribeca Film Festival, and other other previous um, seasons of Fantasia Festival. You can also find my interviews for the African American Film Critics Association Virtual Roundtable, where we speak to black creatives in the film and television industry as well. And also my Asian drama podcast, again, slash YouTube channel, Beyond the Romance, where I speak about um, my current watches and as well have other and have guests join me as well to speak about their favorite dramas. My most recent episode was about this, that's okay, this is that's okay, this is, what's, what am I saying? It's okay, <laughs> that's love, um, is one of my favorite dramas. It's about, it talks about mental health and um, trauma and the scars and as well as healing. And we did that for the KPSM Podcast Fest 2022, which we raised funds for um, mental health awareness in minority communities. It was a great um, experience. I had a blast. You can also find my um, 
live tweets for dramas using hashtag dramas with Carrie. And also, I am also the host of Saturday Night Sci-Fi, where I and my co-host and our peeps get together every Saturday night at 10pm to live tweet um, a sci-fi themed show or film from around the world. And I'm wrapping up now. You can also listen to my other podcast, So Here's What Happened, which I am my friend, Lanisha Camel host where we talk about all things nerdy from a black female perspective that you can find that on ACAST as well as on the babuidopodcast.com and my R3 page is linked in my Twitter bio where you can read all of my published work and um, my Twitter and my Instagram handles are at CarrieCNH12 that's C-R-R-I-E-C-N-H12 and until the next episode of Carolyn Talks thank you so much bye Ooh.